Welcome back to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. Um, today's guest is Cash Crawford, a returning Cash Crawford, singer-songwriter out of Nashville by way of Canada. Amazing artist. Um, she talked about Save Myself the last time she was on here, and she's back with Mistakes. Um, you know, she's making moves. Save Myself uh, got some traction on CMT online. Um, mistakes is all the vibes right now. Check it out. Um, stream it. You know, it's a good song. She talks about all that, how it started, the process started, you know, what she's been up to since the last time she was on and much more. This is going to be a hard out. Um, so, uh, yeah, let me get to the ads right away. And then we'll bring the interview. Sensibly Cynical is on Instagram at Sensibly Cynical Pod, Facebook, of course, Twitter at Cynical Sensibly. Um, you can check us out on TikTok, Sensibly Cynical, WordPress, we are on there. But most of all, we need reviews. So, Apple Podcasts, please review us on there. Sensibly Cynical, much appreciated. To everybody for doing so and for hopefully subscribing to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. All right, now here's my interview with Cash Crawford. All right, ladies and gentlemen, returning to Sensibly Cynical, the wonderful singer songwriter, of course, Cash Crawford. What's going on? Hey, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I had to add wonderful in there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I can be wonderful sometimes. Yeah, like, sometimes. um so how you been i've been good i've been good i've been busy but like productive busy you know what i mean like not just busy Mm. for the sake of being busy but like good busy so how about you how have you been i've been good just podcasting away i got a new job so really can't go too much into it but i'm I'm driving i'm driving a lot that's do we like i mean it's 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 like it's a weird it's a weird job where it's like it's boring but it's also cool yeah I drive about I don't know 500 miles a month. Holy. Sometimes sometimes 600. That's a long way. <laughs> it's a, but it's yeah, it's not like long distance. It's just over and over and over. Yeah. But other than that, it's cool. Like Good. it be- it beats having no job, so. That's very true, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so mistakes. Talk about yeah. talk about what's going on there. What was I I heard it it was like a little rock feel. So Yeah. It's a little bit more rock and roll. We've got some big uh, Kelly Clarkson notes in there. And um, sorry, there's somebody over here that wants to be a part of the interview. My little black cat, he's scooching around trying to get attention. Um, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got some Kelly Clarkson notes in there, a little bit more rock and roll. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's um, it's kind of, I just released it in October, uh, middle mm. of October 21st, I think is when it came out. And um yeah, it's kind of like an anti-cancel culture, sort of like we should be allowed to make mistakes and not be canceled for it, sort mm. of a thing, you know? So Yeah, it seems like society's in that thing where everything's like micromanaged. It's yeah, like, and you're just like demonized instantly. And yeah, just- it's like every word is like analyzed crazy. Yeah. But so like- it's life is cyclical though, you know, it'll it'll I noticed that too. And I um 
you know, a lot of my family thinks the same way, like their grandparents, like it's just a cycle, like it'll go back the other way. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things that like something's got to give. Right. So mm -hmm. I think we'll get to the point where it's like, everything's going to separate. So enough's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll all get back <laughs> together and it'll be, out. yeah, it'll happen. Um, so when did, when did you start like the process for mistakes? Um, shortly after we released Save Myself, we were kind of, okay. we kind of had mistakes in the works. Um, and it was kind of all about, um, a lot of the stuff that was going on in Canada and uh, me kind of being here and watching it. It was kind of just watching, you know, just even some of like my opinions on things. I mean, we've all got our opinions. We're all entitled to those opinions, but that doesn't mean that we have to like cut each other out of, of lives. Sure. We disagree, right? Like it's, I think it's important to surround yourself with people that you agree and disagree with so that they keep you sharp and they keep you, um, you know, they keep your mind open so that you can, you're constantly, um, if you're, if you're open-minded, you're constantly being challenged on what you think and the ways that you think so that, mm -hmm. um, so that potentially your thinking could change for the better. Right. So, mm -hmm. I mean, but with, with what was going on up there, I just found that there was a lot of people that were just like leaving each other's lives just because they disagreed on one or two things. And so this could so, mean like a, you, this open to interpretation yeah. like relationships or 100%. family some, or any sort of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Any All sort of, any sort of ship, huh? Yeah. <laughs> any kind of ship, not just like a romantic relationship, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, and so that kind of, we were, I was talking to my co-writer, Don Miggs. He actually had the song written, um, for another artist and it was um, completely different uh, lyrically speaking and he let me listen to it and he was like what do you think about recording this song and I was like I love the song but I wanted mm -hmm. to I would love to put a different message in there and so we started talking about it and um, to be completely honest I was 100% super afraid to use the word mistakes because I was nervous that it was going to be misconstrued and kind mm -hmm. of like taken like I'm encouraging people to go and like you know make poor decisions and and what I'm, what I wanted to accomplish with that. And Don was the one that was like, what if we switch making mistakes to a positive connotation and, and to try and take the negative connotation away is like, it's a good thing to go make mistakes. Cause that's how we learn and we grow and we become better people. And, you know, and if you're not making mistakes and you're not out there, at least trying, you're not really <clears throat> learning and you're not really moving forward. You're just kind of standing still. So so yeah, he kind of like, we talked about that. And then I kind of seeing it from that perspective, it made me more comfortable mm -hmm. and I just kind of let the song write itself. And that's what we came up with. Yeah. And I think too, with like the pandemic, you know, depression yeah. is another thing. Like if you make uh, a mistake, then you, then you have like more time than usual to just dwell on it. Like I have that problem sometimes where I'll like dwell on a mistake I made. Yeah. And it's like, I know everyone says you got to move on, but it's easier said than done, you know, after yeah. you screw up. Right. And like, you kind of have to, I mean, I understand the whole depression side of it because that's something that I have bouts with. And I went through a major, major, major spiral with it um, over COVID too. And just kind of one of those things where you like, you slowly have to like, even when you don't have a heart or when you do have a hard time really letting something go, kind of understanding that ha that has to come in its own timing too. So just lots and lots of personal, personal growth with some of these tracks that I've been able to, to write and put out into the world. So I'm hoping it helps people, you know, grow in their own ways and, and figure out some of their own struggles too. That's kind of my whole, my whole purpose of with it and um, putting out the music that I'm putting out. So, so I know, I know you said 
<clears throat> that it was, you know, already in the process from your last project. So how yeah. long, how long was that in time? Like did it take you, you know, how many recordings? Well, we generally, I mean, it, it really just depends. Um, a lot of the tracks that I do, we use a lot of this. Uh, well, for the people that don't know, when you go into a studio and we record the first day, we usually call that a scratch track. And that's kind of what you build the music around. And generally speaking, I put so much emotion into my scratch tracks because we generally record them right after we've written them. So I'm already in the headspace of where we were when we were writing it. And um, so Save Myself has most mostly it's the scratch track. And then um, Mistakes is also mostly a scratch track. So it was pretty much um, complete vocally after the first day we wrote it. So, mm -hmm. um, and then we went back in and I did, uh, another five hours in the studio and just did the layering of the vocals and stuff like that, like all the background vocals. And so I think collectively it took me two days in the studio to get that one out, but, um, that was probably over a span of like maybe two weeks after we, we really saved myself. It was done right away. So it was one of those ones that just wanted to come out. You know what I mean? Like sometimes songs take you years and this one did not, this took like, um, once we figured out what we were writing about, it came right out. Yeah, I saw the uh, you got a lot of views on there. What's your yeah. what's been your like in a non-biased way, of course. Yeah. What's been what's been your opinion on like the on the you know reception? I mean, it feels like it's not even though the numbers are higher, way higher. It feels like it's not getting as much um, publicity and press as Save Myself did. And and that's okay. I think that's like, refreshing to hear that. Like a lot yeah. of people would give me the, you know, fluff answer. I respect that. No, man, I'm, I'm here to be real. <laughs> I don't think that it, but there was a few different reasons. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty heavy song. And I think it's, it's going to be one of those songs I think that finds people when they're ready to hear it. And I don't think that it's like, it's, it, and I had to write it. I liked it. So yeah. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad. And, uh, but I mean, it also might mean something to you six months or six years down the road might mean something completely different to you. you yeah. Know, I'm, I, the, I'm the type of person that gets in my head a lot. So yeah. stuff, stuff like that. Like, I don't know, like, it might we, I got a question for you. I'm going to turn it back around. Yeah. Have you ever heard of something like that happens where like you listen to a song and then that like gets you down for a day or two. Am I weird with that? No. No, I think it can, it can affect you emotionally, depending on, I think, depending on where I, you're at. I hate the Goo Goo Dolls now. I know they've been around forever, but I listened to Name for like the first time in a while. And that, you know, that song? Yeah. That song really, I need so, to, I need to stop listening to that song. It probably connects you to a point in your life and whether it's consciously or subconsciously, it probably connects you to something that happened when you were listening to it previously. Cause it's so, like, it's like yeah. so somber. Yeah. It's. It's, and it probably reminds you of a somber time in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that song? Um, that's kind the, of. I don't know your name. Yeah, right? yeah, and then it goes, it goes like real slow. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've listened to it in a really long you, time. You, you, well, you have to be in a good headspace to listen to it because it brings I'm, you. I'm in a pretty good headspace right now. <laughs> it'll, it'll like it's sentimental, you know. But yeah. it's that's that's me. That's the beauty of music, though. Yeah. Like. It's not good music. It don't matter what it is. If it makes you feel, that means you know it's good. Yeah, agreed. So and I just gotta, I just gotta get over it. You know, they're not yeah. gonna apologize for that. You'll work through it. You'll <laughs> figure it out. And I mean, it's. I mean, maybe there's something that's coming up that you need to like. That's that you need to heal from still. And it's and that song is is triggering that. Who knows? Maybe yeah. there's something there. <laughs> I don't know, but explore it. You should explore it. I'm doing it. I'm doing okay. 
Uh, <laughs> so I know you're you're Canadian, right? I am. Yeah. So um, I don't think we talked about sports last time, did we? Uh, go sports. No. Not, <laughs> no. Oh, well, I was going to say Canadian because you can guess the sport I'm going to bring up. Hockey. <laughs> I know nothing about sports. I'm just nothing about hockey. I mean, I know a little bit about hockey, but I'm not. I mean, I how can you, you know, like. <laughs> I don't want to shoot myself in the foot and give. Oh, so you're gonna hockey. you're gonna plead the you know. I'm gonna plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Let me see if I know the answer. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, like, what's your thoughts on all the like on the hockey craze? It seems like it's never ending up there. Oh, like, what's the way of life up there? If That's, not, if not you, but you know, friends and family that just live and die by it. Oh yeah, my little my nephews all play hockey, and it's like they're at practice at five a.m. And yeah, it's hockey is a way of life in Canada, especially <laughs> especially like once pre winter hits, which is like my parents' place is covered in snow right now. But um, I would say probably they, I think I think they start hockey, and I don't want to get this wrong, but I would say September. And I know there's like summer camps and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so. So you're one of those people that just find sports boring or. No, I'm just, I think that I love going to games. I love actually, like I go to Preds games. I've gone tight Titans games and I sang the anthem. Well, that's, yeah. Football. Yeah. Um, and baseball and stuff like that. I absolutely love going to games. I just usually don't have any idea what's going on and. Um, Put your time somewhere else that <laughs> you feel is more yeah. meaningful to you. I mean, I just have always loved music. I love, like I said, I love going to games. I love the hype and I love the, the crazy. Well, some people, happens, yeah. Some people say, well, I can't impact the score anyway. So I'm just yeah. gonna, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not the type of person that would have like the game on in the background while I'm like, you know or sitting down and watching the game. It's, I'm just not that diehard. And I totally respect people that are because sports is like a whole religion. You know what I mean? Especially football it's, in the South. My- it's it's kind of crazy. And you people yeah. and the people that live by it can't even change the score if they wanted to. I know. I know. It doesn't. It's crazy, <laughs> but, it's crazy to me, but. It's like movies too, though. You yeah. can say that about anything. Yeah. I mean, whatever you're into, I think as long as you're, I do think that with athletics, the camaraderie that it brings around is really, really, really cool to watch. You know, like people who absolutely hate each other, if they find out they love the same team, it'll bring them together for some weird reason. That's true. And it's like, I'm from, I live in, um, well, I live in the Panhandle, Florida, like near Alabama. Yeah. And there'll be like a group of like, that's the thing about technology now and like Facebook and stuff. Like you can meet people that went to your same college. Like yeah. back in the day, like be, I know it sounds like back in my day, but but like there was no there was no like application for you to meet people that weren't in your circle. Yeah. Now you now you can meet up with people that went to the same school as you. Yeah. And have a beer and what you know, it's not about the sports that's on. Yeah. It's about meeting people that had something in common, you know. Yeah. Hundred percent, and and I get it. I mean, I didn't have my first email address until twelfth grade. So was it AOL? No, we didn't have AOL in Canada. That's America. Wait, online. you didn't have AOL? America? Oh yeah, America. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it now. I got it yeah. now. Yahoo. Did you have Yahoo up there? Yahoo, yeah. <laughs> I just put two and two together. Like you don't think that AOL stands for like American unless you <laughs> unless you think yeah. about it first. Yeah. We like, also. Yeah, it's it's crazy because we didn't have like the the chat 
whatever it was, the AOL chat. Oh man, there was like, yeah, we could get non-PG real quick with the stuff <laughs> that was on there. <laughs> we didn't have, we didn't have a lot of that stuff and we didn't have, um, well, I mean, even still in Canada, like Canada doesn't have Hulu and Canada doesn't have Pandora and Pan like wait, that. wait, no, not Pandora. What, then what do they, what do they have? We have different like Canadian versions of those things. Like we have uh, uh, an app, like a streaming app uh, for television that's called Crave. And it basically mm -hmm. has the same stuff that Hulu has, but you can't get Hulu in Canada. Um, <laughs> Pandora, I'm not entirely sure what the equivalent, the Canadian equivalent with that would be for that. But we also- A just streaming a streaming service. There you yeah. go. There's your answer. There's your answer. We just got Spotify <laughs> not too long ago. Really? Oh, that's huge. Um, Breaking news. Yeah. Like four years ago, five years ago, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's like a whole different um, system for them to bring that application up to a different country where there's different legal rules and mm -hmm. copyright infringements and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just like, it takes a little bit longer for it to finally get up there. And I think in that time, Canada can figure out how to Canada's whoever builds those apps mm -hmm. figures out a way to get a Canadian version of something similar going. And then it's just kind of the other ones fizzle out. So I think that's why we never got Pandora. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think we talked about this last time, but cause I was curious, how did you make the transition from like, how did Canada and Nashville, we talked about that, right? The, uh, like the, the difference like the, yeah no but like how did you get involved with some uh like a you know the scene in nashville from mm. canada did we talk about that vaguely i think maybe we i didn't really but for those like me that <laughs> <laughs> need a, yeah, yeah, yeah um the person that hosted the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i think it i think it just kind of happened organically i um i was let me see. I had moved here and stayed with a friend. And then I went to a karaoke bar right downtown and I got up and sang a couple of songs, got offered a job. Um, and then like hosting the karaoke. And then I just was singing there a couple of nights a week and different artists. Cause I mean, it was right downtown. So a lot of the artists that circle the downtown area had to walk past where I was singing and would hear me singing. And I ended up singing uh, with a guy named Bobby Tomlinson, uh, who then introduced me to Ross and I covered a couple of Ross's gigs um, that he had, he needed like a sub substitute singer for because his, the girl that he was normally. Ross Flora sick. for those that yeah, Ross Flora. <laughs> the last episode that was yeah. released two days ago so, or something. Yeah. So Ross <laughs> and I ended up playing together a lot downtown and then it's just kind of like word of mouth, I guess, just because i I sound pretty different compared comparatively speaking to what a lot of the girls sound like. We've got a lot of like Miranda ish style voices, whereas mine is big and boomy and just kind of, you can hear me walking down the street. So, um, you know, there's that middle child syndrome that kicks in that like just floats down Broadway. So you can hear, you can hear me a little bit. Um, but yeah. And then I think just I was able to kind of create a name for myself and a good reputation. I'm, definitely pride myself on good business ethics and making sure I, you know, do a good job and, and, um, keep butts in the seats and, and, um, you know, move people so that they want to come back. And there you go. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I've been here since 2016 now, and I've got a pretty decent following of people that will literally come and see me every single time they come in town. Mm. So, and they'll sit there for four hours and watch me sing, which is like a crazy compliment. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about 
mistakes again. Yeah. Um, we talked about, you know, the meeting and stuff, but if people take nothing else, what what's the one thing that you want people to take away from that song, the, those that listen to it for the first time? That mistakes are something you should be making so that you can grow and learn to be a better person. Um, and that you understand that there is a silver lining in each mistake if you look for it, but you have to look for it. You can't just be like, oh, well, you know, that was a mistake. You have to like, <laughs> it's like, you know, you can't stick your hand on a hot element on the stove twice. You know what I mean? Like the first time you make that mistake and you go, oh, it's hot registers in the brain. You're not going to do it again. Right. Because you know, mm -hmm. that there's, there's a painful consequence there. And that can be said for any kind of emotional mistake that we make as well. That like, if you make that mistake and you realize you've caused yourself emotional pain, take responsibility for that, find the silver lining and the learning in it, and then turn around and make that mistake work for you. Therefore, it's not a mistake. It's a, a growing opportunity and a learning experience. So that's what I want people to take from it is that mistakes are how we learn. Yeah. Life would be boring if everyone just yeah. like was, didn't, you know, didn't take risks. Yeah, absolutely. Mistakes and risks are basically the same thing. I don't think there is such thing as an actual mistake. If you learn from it, I think then it's, mm -hmm. then it's just an opportunity for growth really. So, so cash, what's next for you? Like what's, you got something else in the Ooh. works? I have a few fun tricks up my sleeve. Nothing that I can really like say out oh, loud. Come, oh, come on. You know, <laughs> well, I'm working with a few different people now. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got another song coming out probably in the new year. Um, that's written with Don uh, Miggs and John Wazzy. Lucy, Lucy. I just learned how to say his last name properly the other the, day. And I, something, Lucy, you know, Lucy. Um, Whatever and, it is. Uh, yeah, they're the guys that I wrote Save Myself with. So I've got another track coming out with them. I'm probably going to release one of my favorite covers mm. as long as I get the go ahead from the artist, which I'm still working on. Um, well, that, yeah, that's important, you know? Yeah, yeah you can't just let go <laughs> Copyright <laughs> infringement. Exactly. So as long as I get the go ahead from the artist, then um, I'm wanting to release a cover probably in the spring. And then... Um, yeah, I've, I'm potentially working with a few other people. There's a couple more people in my camp now, and I got to kind of keep that where it is. But hey, I didn't, I didn't mean to cause you know no, disclo disclosure disclosure clauses to be you know. No, it's all it's all good. There's a, there's a few things that I I can't say because there's n there's nothing done yet. So once mm. things are done and moving forward, then I can. I tried. I tried. I you did. You did. I it failed. I failed a miserable death. <laughs> well, I mean, other than that, I'm kind of taking some time to do a little bit of traveling for myself this year, too. Um, well, technically next year, I guess. But Hawaii has been a place I've always wanted to go. And um, oh, Aloha. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, I've always, I've, I've always wanted to go. Never had anyone to go with. <laughs> and I just was like, so I'm going and doing a little solo trip in February. So you're going to you're going to you're going to surf. I don't know yet. I know that I want to do a lot of like the local. I mean, that's technically a sport. So I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, it is. Right. It is. It's in the Olympics. I don't Anything know. I that's in the Olympics. You think I put I this think... hair in the ocean? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I probably, I would like to try. Um, yeah. Or body, bodyboard, you know, body surf. Yeah. Like uh, whatever it's. Bodyboarding, <laughs> you know what? It's you know what's really fun? What's that? Um, Paddleboarding. Yeah, I'd like to do that too. There's a few different things that I want to try. I mean, paddleboarding is pretty popular in Vancouver, which is where I'm from. I never got the chance to like get up and try it though. There's just, there's a few things that I want to do. Hawaii is definitely like 
a place that I want to try and be an adventurous version of myself. And like, I want to see, I want to climb all the way up and get up to the volcanoes that are up there and go see those. And, um, I really want to see if I can, um, do some, I want to do, I don't really want to do the super touristy things. I want to do like the local cultural things. Like right, that. right, right. Like try the food and yeah, but not even just even more so than that. I want to like learn about Polynesian culture and I want to like, I mean, I grew up in, in a community that was predominantly indigenous and I find that stuff kind of like, I find cultural, um, uh, rituals and, and traditions and stuff like that. just super, super interesting and super, mm. it's a really cool thing to take some of those that fit and that feel like they resonate with my spirit and, and involve them in my life. Right. Like the Pol- Polynesian communities have, um, you know, in Samoan communities, I think it's Polynesian. Um, yeah, I, I close, just wanna, enough, close enough. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> I want to kind of learn some of their cultural rituals and and their traditions, and you know, mm. and just kind of why those came about and where they come from and the history of it all. And I'm not really going to just like lay on the beach the whole time. I mean, there will definitely be some of that, but I'm I'm wanting to really learn about Hawaii and Hawaiian people and what they do and how they do it and why they do it and all of that kind of stuff. So. Mm. that's more my jam so what's your last question yeah um what's your thoughts on like the current state of like country and then you know because every time you know i hear country people talk about country it's this i asked ross this like old country versus new country mm-hmm. and then there's taylor swift who totally is a pop way- artist now yeah are you a taylor are you a what, what's her What's like her Swifties, friend? Yeah. What's her, what's her, uh, people Swifties, called? I think Swifties. Yeah. Yeah. And she's Tay Tay, T Swizzle. Yeah. Are I you, know. uh, no, you're not, you're not a fan. I'm a huge fan. Um, oh, you are a fan. Oh, you said yeah. no, like, oh. no, I mean, I just don't, I don't know, like, all of her. I'm not like a fan of like the Taylor Swift culture and the, the pop culture mm-hmm. community that she has. What I'm a fan of is how she, basically it just keeps blowing everybody out of the water and kind of does whatever she wants yeah because all 10 songs first time ever all 10 songs were the top 10 that's crazy and she has become a really wonderful songwriter and she's just like and she just like calls everybody out i love it i think yeah she doesn't give a shit you know no and she doesn't and she makes so much money that like she doesn't have to but i just think it's really cool how her progression and how you've seen her grow and she has gone from country to pop and has been unapologetic about that and has shared her personal experiences. And I don't know, man, I think she's like, again, even if I didn't like Taylor Swift's music and her as an artist, I still can appreciate the way that she's grown her, her, Mm -hmm. um, her abilities and her, her talent and stuff. So, but I mean, I, I'm a sucker for a lot of her songs. They're super catchy and they're super (laughs) fun. And you know, she's like, she's like hit that EDM bug too. Like with that lavender one. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of good songs on the new record. I still think my favorite record is 18 or 1989 from mm-hmm. her, but this, this one's got a, a lot of good songs <laughs> on it too, for sure. My personal favorite is, uh, what's that? Uh, we are never, ever, 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 yeah. ever, <laughs> getting ever back together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one, that one, when I came out, it was like in my head for like a hundred times. I'm like, we are never, ever, 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 ever. I'm like, how many times are you going to say ever? I know. But that's the whole point, though, is it gets stuck in your head and then it's there. And you're just like, damn it, singing it all the time. Yeah. Then have to go stream it because it's stuck in your head. So smart. All right. Cash, yeah. thank you so much. You're yeah. always you're always a blast, you know, and uh, I always I always enjoy talking to you. 
Well, right back at you. Thanks for having me again. And um, where can people find uh, mistakes? Yeah. Um, easiest place, go to cashcrawford.com. It'll connect you to any of your streaming platforms. And um, I mean, you can also just go to like Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your streaming stuff. Search my name. Mistakes is there. Save myself there. I've got a couple other little nuggets there too. And there'll be more to come. So. And social media handles? Yep. Cash Crawford. All pretty much. Pretty. Right Pretty much right across the board. Just yeah, all minutes. That's like the easiest, easiest uh, handles I've heard in a while on the yeah. podcast. So, you know, short and to the point. Yep. I don't, I don't need to be. If, I'm not like unicorns and pups or anything like that. I'm just straight up my name. Pretty <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again for coming on the podcast yeah. and um, all the best. Okay. Thanks. You too. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.